Next to the board games and basketball trophies, there sits an old bear with just one marble eye. He doesn't do much except gather some dust as he waits for the boy to come play, but he just passes by. Thoughts? Good song. Lyrics? Again, very musical like. Beautiful song. It's very Pinocchio the musical. Pinocchio? Pinocchio. This is what you would think Pinocchio is? No, the lyrics, man. There was a little boy. <laughs> Interesting take. This is called So Long by Opia. Run it back and tell me that's not pe- like friggin' Pinocchio vibes. <laughs> this is Pinocchio vibes, bro. <laughs> Literally, only because it said Marble Eye. Yeah, it said, Marble Eye, something about sitting around doing nothing. Middle. Old bear it says sits one old bear. I have a bad track record. You, no, of no, like knowing what no, no, no. You got a good track record with lyrics, by the way. Yeah, I do want to say that because there was a song I played a while back. Yeah, it's yeah, you did. Sashimi, sashimi, and it was. Yeah, it actually was. I was listening to the car after. I'm like, the, the lyric is you made me try sashimi. Yeah, and I was like, how is that even in a song? And I'm like, oh, it's like a date thing. Like she she pushed him out of his covered zone. Ugh. You know. <laughs> um. Any like what's going on in your life? Let's let, everything. Hold on. I I posted this podcast on my Instagram a few days ago. So if anyone new is listening, welcome, welcome, welcome to the rabbit hole. There's so many podcasts called the rabbit hole or rabbit hole. I hate it. I know. And way more. Not that we started that, but there's progressively been more since. Yeah. Just by nature, people you like the term. It's a broad term. Literally for everything. There's like a rabbit hole for like crime scene investigation. There's rabbit hole for conspiracies. There's I wonder if it's like a sexual thing. The rap, like. Well, hey. That's what we're trying to make this, okay? <laughs> you <laughs> you want to dive into the rabbit hole tonight? <laughs> um, so what's new, what's, what's new with uh, your life? Um, or 2021. 20, the newest thing in my life, which I think you experienced this like 15 seconds ago with me, is I'm done with girls posting papayas as the JJs. <laughs> See, on Instagram. <laughs> he brought this up and I'm like, man, I don't know who you follow, but I've never, I've seen it used as like an artistic thing. Because it's like, ooh, papaya looks like vagina. I, there's no, there's not a lot of guys out there putting eggplants on their jeans. Oh, like, hold on. Uh, I'm sure there is. We're seeing one side of this. The, the female body is way more attractive to look at. In 100%, my, in my opinion. 100%. So when they make art and they have a papaya, they're like, ooh, this is great. This looks good. Yeah. With a dude, you're not just going to have a dick with an eggplant. That looks childish and frat boy. Yeah. Like no one, you're not gonna walk into someone's house and they're gonna have a dude flexing with an eggplant dick. I don't know. I just have like a lot of like <laughs> aromatherapy people, people oh, that 100%. are invested in in skincare. You know why? Because it's fucking like love the papaya reference. It's like a safe way. It's like, ooh, look at me. I'm edgy. I'm talking about vaginas, but I'm using fruit. Papaya. Yeah. So I could put papaya on my Insta, but I can't put a vagina. It's like, yeah. You know what? Okay. And we want to use great topic. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about this. What were you? <laughs> Oh, you're gonna say Go that. ahead. Nope. You were you were talking, my friend. Well, I heard the tail end of that. I was like, whoa. whoa, whoa. We want. We wouldn't use. It. What uh, do we want? Um. So I, I realized, like, looking at people's Instagram, I don't want to sound like I'm hating because I'm not. Uh, you're probably gonna sound like it. I definitely will yeah. sound like it. But there's this new thing, and I can't speak for guys because I don't look at guys' Instagrams like in that way. In that way, or, or guys just seem to naturally be less. Uh, aesthetic about their Insta, about their profile, about their mm-hmm. stories. Mm-hmm. But I'm noticing a trend amongst women 
that will post these stories of them just sort of like looking into the camera, like flexing their lips. Like try mm. to picture me here. Like, you know, like Ugh. if you go, <laughs> you know, your lips stick out. Yeah. They just, it just looks like they're constantly going. Ugh. <laughs> and it's just like, what is this? <laughs> what is, that, is it? Is that the sound effect you put in your head if, when you watch those videos? No, someone listening. <laughs> yeah. Someone listening right now. Yeah. Right now with me, three, two, one, we're going to say, Ugh. Mm. watch what Watch your lips do. Three, two, one. Ugh. Ugh. See? And then, Take away the uh, and you're doing the the duck face. Interesting. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, yeah. See, I don't have those on my Instagram. I feel like no, but your it, algorithm has has put you there. Well, the aesthetic is just like oh, like dead flowers, a lot of white, waking yeah. up, having a tea. It's like, do you guys always wake up in the most peaceful, graceful way? There's no chance. I I really want to. Yeah, I really want to know the truth on that. I really like it, it, that. That's a good point. Do girls always wake up as peaceful as their Instagram looks? There's no way. Think, there's no chance. And I wake up like a tornado sometimes. Like, shit, shit, shit. kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and guys are like waking up. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I like roll to bed. I get up. I have mini wheats. This is my morning. Mini- I wake up. <laughs> Seriously. Um, we're, that is- give me a morning song here. There just- we go. So I wake up. I open my beautiful eyelids. I go. <laughs> take a big, big, deep breath. Yeah. Roll out of bed. I first thing always turn the corner to my room. Go right to Charlie. I go, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's Instagrammable. That could be Instagrammable. Every morning, I give him a bunch of kisses on the cheek. I ask him how his sleep was. Then I go over to my kitchen, mm-hmm. pour a fat bowl of mini wheats. No aesthetic there. Okay, no, nothing at all. Because sometimes what color the is the bowl? Wheat, white. Man, I've got old lady plates. I've been told this Shit. a million times Shit. because I don't care like about the goodwill aesthetic. white. Not good. Well, like thrift, sorry, thrift store white. <laughs> I mean, yes, <laughs> yeah. but um, I like to put my aesthetic as I actually don't have one for yeah. plates. Because <laughs> I don't post my meals on my plates, right? Because mm. every time I do, it's like, my grandma has those plates. The reason is they're anti-shattering. Mm. You can drop this plate from 10 feet and it won't break. And I've yeah. had them for so many years. I do need to update them. I get it. I have a bowl and then I go immediately to art. Yep. Or immediately to editing. And then my shower will happen around lunch. Whether or not people think that's gross or not, my brain is so active in the morning. I'm mm. so ready to go. People like... Oh, I need coffee to get started. I need absolutely nothing to get started. Mm. I love it. I, maybe that's a, a gift. Just mini wheats, man. Mini wheats is just a, a luxury. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I wake up, I go right to art or I go right to editing. Boom. Well, that's good. I could I could film right in the morning if I wanted to. I'm just so on. That's a good thing. That's like a scientifically proven good thing. Like your first four or five hours in the day mm-hmm. are your most productive. If you look at judges and like cops and like even doctors. Yeah. In the first four or five hours is where they perform the best. Like judges, for example, give more favorable things in the first four did or five we, hours. You yeah, go ahead. Did we talk about this? We probably did. Or shout did you, out, shout out to Colin Response. Did you read a book? Uh, this is something I learned from my friend Colin uh, Response. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Twice in 10 seconds there. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, you know, like judges give less sentences out, like unfavorable sentences out in the first four or five hours. Doctors perform way better in the first four or five hours no, of their round. Judges give favorable in the first five hours. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're lenient. More lenient. Yeah. They're more yeah, lenient yeah, yeah. to, to people. So if you, if you got, if you got a heart surgery or some shit, I don't know. Eight thirty a.m. Like I see people and it's like, I don't know if it's the vibe, you know, people that, that make it, um, an aesthetic to be busy. Yeah. Oh, I worked 19 hours. I worked 20. Like, I don't understand that. Mm. I get it. It, it. it feels like you're you're impacting society more. It feels like you're you're busy and like look at me. I'm a hard worker. Mm-hmm. But I recently heard a stat that after 60 hours in a week, it is completely redundant to be working more. It, it does nothing. It's Shit. 
people are like, I worked 80 hours. You're so overtired if you're working 80 hours that the last 20 or even 30, I can't remember what it was. You ain't doing shit. Is completely pointless. Mm. You, you'd be better off sleeping and then working again another 40. Damn. So people, I know people personally that, that like to make it their vibe. And I'm like, I don't know why. Like, so I used to feel bad about saying, I go to bed at this time, I wake up at this time, and I start work here, here. But now I'm like, everybody's so different. Yeah. I mean, we, we interviewed Tara. Yeah. Uh, my my past uh, time management coach. Yeah. She said this perfectly, where it's like, she works with celebrities that start their day at 12, but they'll be on their phone at 10 in their bed, responding to emails and stuff like that. I don't start my day at 12. Yeah. But I don't wake up and go, oh, I need coffee to function. Why do people love to, why do, do you know what I mean? Like some people love yeah. it's a, it, to play I, I that think role. See, yeah, like everyone wants to be like the Mark Wahlberg of their life of like, wake up at 4 a.m., I work out at 4 a.m., and then like, you know, get shit done. And that's what we hear. But then like Tara was saying, like, it's such a cool insight. Like there's a lot of celebrities that wake up at fucking 12. Well, actually, and like, that's actually an unhealthy way to go about it. If you're waking up at 4 a.m. Yeah. and going to bed, like, anyways. But, I just, I just, but it seems like Dan. You're not leaving room for anyone to have any sort of aesthetic or vibe. <laughs> you don't want the peacefulness. You you're don't want the busyness. You just don't want aesthetic. I get it. I, I will call things out, and at the same time, it'll sort of be contradictory in terms of what I'm looking for. I guess yeah. what it is is I, I notice patterns, and I notice mm. trends. And when it gets repeated so often where it's under the impression of originality, I just want people to see that it's not original at all. Yeah. Okay. So I'm totally with you on that. Like yeah. I, I, one of my pet peeves is like when people are just like not individual enough, you know, like people that are like, that follow the trends. Like I, I don't know. There, there's some people like they look cool with like designer clothes, right? There's mm. some people that actually like rock it and they look so cool with it. Yeah. Um, there's other people that like, as soon as I like realize like you're just doing this because you're just trying to fit in. Oh, I hate that so much. I don't know why. And the same thing goes with like aesthetic or busyness or whatever. I, I just, you know, you follow people on Instagram yeah. because you want to get to know them. Yeah. When, when Individually. I work, when I uniquely. work with a brand, I often tell them, do not, like, let's not put together a commercial and then just upload it on my story because people don't want a commercial. They want more of a behind the scenes. They yeah. want to know you. They don't want to like, what's up? Like, you know, yeah. like it, it, there's a time and place for that. Absolutely. And I've done it in the past. But when you go on Instagram and everything is so polished, you wake up and oh, well, you have a tea waiting there. You got like a little yogurt bowl with oats and shit. Like, mm. is that you? Is that you or is that the image that you're pushing out on Instagram? The toxic elements of social media that we all love to point at, yeah. okay, is that um, we compare people's highlight reels to our behind the scenes. Mm. We look at them, we're like, wow, look at the life they're living. Look at the life they're living. Look at how perfect they are. So, the, so I guess the lens I have is like, are you actually doing that every morning? Yeah. Is that actually you? If so, awesome. Then I'm getting to know this. But if it's not, you're only pushing a false narrative as to who you are. But then again, maybe people don't follow you for that. I follow because I want to get to know them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, first of all, do you know anyone that's like that? Like for me, like I, I have a few close friends that I know for sure that they are much more like that in real life than they are on Instagram. Like their vibe is cool, peacefulness, succulence. You know, no. and, and, and on Instagram, you know, they don't show it as much as because I, I, I feel like you're talking about the reverse. I don't you're know. That, like I don't people, know. The, yeah, I don't know that reverse, to be honest. Wow. Someone that is Instagram 
life but not Instagramming on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, like, like they have the aesthetic on in life, right? But they don't show that on Instagram all the time. I don't know, man. I don't yeah. think so. I, I I know people when you go into their house, it's like, oh wow, this this is a really good vibe you got going yeah. on. But I don't know people that do that and then also don't post it. You know, like here's the thing: you can only go in somewhere once before that first impression is changed. Mm -hmm. So I'll often look at my house, and this is so different. I look at my house so differently than you see it. Yeah. Than when somebody for the first time comes in. Every time someone comes over to my house for the first time, I clean it top to bottom. I do not touch the walls because that is, uh, over the years, my house has become my mind or, or I like to think of it like that, <laughs> yeah. right? But when you come in, there isn't really an aesthetic and I get it. And, and to some people, it's very overwhelming to, to see that. So, I'm laughing because I feel like I know where the aesthetic is going. But Where is it? Where? Where? Well, when you said you're not going to touch the walls and, and ceiling, um, I feel like you're running out of time. And you are definitely going to touch the ceiling very soon. <laughs> like You're, somebody once told me you should hang art on the ceiling. I'm like, nah, that, that's yeah. that's too claustrophobic. I, I know it's not traditional. There's maybe only so much white space. <laughs> maybe one day. I know, but I'm starting to shift things out. Right? Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm a creature of habit and not a creature of change. I don't think you're running out of space, man. Like, I don't think it's uh, too claustrophobic. Like, let's not say right like now. your JFK skateboards over there, yeah. hanging those on the roof. That's not claustrophobic. No, but that's very like hole in the wall bar. You know, you go somewhere you're like, hey, dudes, can I get you a rum and coke? You notice our skate decks on the roof? Like, I don't want my place to look like a, I don't know, like a ski chalet. Yeah, that's fine. That's or, or like, you know, like a Montana's when you go in, they've got like a canoe hanging from the ceiling. And you're like, that's why? Fair. Especially when you're trying to, you know, uh, date up, date some people. Are mm. you single? What's happening? I am single. Man, yeah. man, let's, uh, dating in 2021 is different. <laughs> That's the topic today, boys. It is. And girls. It, it actually is. Like, the topic today is, um, I guess, what, this isn't coming from us, but, like, tips for dating in 2021 and, I guess, 2020, mm -hmm. and how people or professionals are suggesting you do it. Mm. I don't necessarily align with it, but I'm going to stay away from controversy involving COVID. Okay. It will come up. Yep. So, if you get triggered, just know we can find common ground. Mm-hmm. This is not meant to offend you. Okay, anyways, moving on. Uh, um, this topic, by the way, started because, because uh, you know, I'll say it later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ah, okay. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm turning 30 in two weeks, okay? And, uh, you know, maybe 68 episodes ago, I don't know what episode it was. Um, it was pretty early on we talked about It was pretty early this. on. It was. I feel like it was like first episodes. But it was one of the, it was all we had at the time. We're like, ooh, let's dive into that. Oh, Amaris Virgin? <laughs> let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there it is, folks. Yeah, so biggest, proudest virgin ever. Um, made that decision at like the age of good old 15, 16. Um, what decision? What's the decision? I was like, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to become, I'm going to stay a virgin until marriage. And then I was like, wait, you know, as the years went on, I was like, okay, maybe I can only do this till 30. Can we up? Can we do an interview here? Can yeah, I interview yeah, you about yeah, this? Of course, yeah, man, go for and, it. And if a question I ask you is too much, you say you can blink twice, and I'll be I'll like, say oh, papaya. We, we have cut out. I'll say papaya. Yeah, that's the word. Okay. Do you not honestly speak papaya? <laughs> yeah, right away. Well, actually, you can finish your your, your relationship with it. Let's, yeah, let's start on. there. Start there. Finish your relationship with with it. At fifteen, you realized. Oh yeah, yeah. So at fifteen, I was like, I don't know. Okay, it was it was my uncle. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> who like. I don't know, man. I don't know why my uncle gave me the sex talk, but he did, right? It is what it is. He's like, I think one time I was like fasting for like Ramadan, right? And basically like fasting for Ramadan, you like, you don't eat from sunrise to sunset. 
right? And he was like, you know the, you know the good feeling you get when you eat when you finally break your fast at sunset <laughs> and you've been waiting for it. This is such an uncle like, uncle way of explaining <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. He's like, you know how good that food feels. Well, that's a lot like you know sex and and virginity. You know, uh, it's gonna feel so good waiting for that right person. Uh, you know, and then you break your virginity mm. on 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 him, her. He didn't say him, her. He said flee her, obviously. <laughs> Arab uncles, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was like, "Yo, that's so dope!" And I don't know that has like carried. And then I got obviously my own ideas after that with it. But then I was like, at like age of twenty ish. I was like, "Yo, I can't hold out this long." So I'm gonna give my age. Uh, I'm gonna give a number of thirty. When I turn thirty, slam fest, <laughs> slam fest, baby. <laughs> And, and I don't know, COVID was going to intercept with 30. <laughs> and yeah. Slamfest is not the word <laughs> yeah, not to anymore. use right now, you know? Not anymore. But uh, I turned 30 in two weeks. Uh, so Slamfest 2021. <laughs> it's happening? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm opening myself up. Fuck. You are? Yeah. Okay. Get, let me. Let me. But, but, you know, go in with your interview. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm still battling it. Honestly. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Dan Roto, and I'm interviewing Virgin Amar. That's hilarious. Um, okay. So here are my questions. <laughs> Do you not feel yeah. that you are missing out on a part of life when when a lot of people are exploring that. I mean, mm. your 20s has been labeled, and I use that in quotations, as a time to explore your sexuality, things about you, to figure out what you like. Mm. So then your 30s, 40s can be finding a, an ideal partner mm. and marrying them and staying happily ma- married. Mm. Has that not crossed your mind that you feel you're missing out? Um, For sure, obviously did. Um, I do feel like I'm missing out. You know, I, I do feel like, I, you know, you look back at it and you're like, frig, like, like, let's say like this whole turning 30 thing, right? Um, Stamfast goes down, let's say May 2nd, okay? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> right? I'd imagine May 2nd, I'd be like, damn, bro, you had like 10 years, you know? Very nice 10 years where you could like, you were partying a lot, you had a lot of friends, like you were pretty social. If there's you know? someone, okay, when, yeah. you, when you told me this, because I remember the first time you told me this, we were in the outside uh, outside my place at these lights, yeah. And I think you were talking about this this girl or something. Mm-hmm. And so I think it came up as to if you guys had been there yet, yeah. And you said, "Oh no, I'm the happiest, proudest virgin ever." And I thought, <laughs> first off, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that this you, is a guy to a guy talking, yeah. by the way. Like it's this not is podcast shit. Locker room talk. Yeah, this yeah. is how it went down. <laughs> um, you were not only very confident in that, which was really cool to see, because yeah. I think some people have this edge or this like sourness about the word virgin that they're like oh i don't want to say mm. i'm so embarrassed you're not at all mm. secondly i would i would guarantee you would get a lot of women because you're a nice dude mm. and you well i'm nice so you have to sleep with no yeah good point that, yeah i, I don't i don't <laughs> those are toxic <laughs> motherfuckers and we are not those no, no hold on hold on <laughs> yeah yeah well, I, I know what you mean people I, are gonna try to play devil's advocate with yeah. this but what i'm saying is <laughs> Amar is a, a, a good dude, like through and through. Um, you're not the one that is like all overbearing. That's like, oh, come on, fucking sleep with me. Like, yeah. Not at all. Um, your type of person, mm-hmm. I feel, would perform well with women. I think you just get along great because you are understanding. There's a certain charisma. Uh, so, so this is what I was trying to get to, right? Is yes, I do believe I've missed out on a lot, right? I do also believe that because of being a virgin... I've, I've, I've adopt not adopted, but like I've gotten this much better charisma with dealing with girls because there's no, there's no situation where I'm like I'm trying to get her to my room, which I think is 
on a lot of dudes' minds, and it like plays with them, and it gets in their head, and it's like a roadblock, and, and you're just not as cool with that roadblock. A great way to put it. Like because you get you, a certain charisma when you know you're not trying to convert. It's kind of like when you're trying to sell job. something, and when job. you're not trying to sell. If people know right away that's not your thing, yeah, then an entire uh, chunk of time is saved. Yeah. Um, because they don't have to worry about that. They know it's friend for friend. So you're actually getting to know them for them versus know them for a need that you want to be, have met. Exactly. Um, so yeah, maybe that, that is why you are who you are. Yeah, I think, you know, I've missed out on a lot, but I think it's also given me uh, a lot more back. Hmm. That's a really great way to look at it. I, I'm, not, I'm not profiling this as you missed out on a lot. I just, I think the reason no, why, I, <laughs> I think the reason why a lot of guys yeah. are under the impression of, or have this overarching goal as to I when I'm talking to a girl I want to sleep with them. Yeah, is because they've sort of done that before, mm -hmm. and it sort of opens up a floodgate of the possibilities as to a level that you can reach with a partner. Yeah, that um, it's kind of this feeling of like, oh, that was that was fun, that was great, or it felt nice. I want to try that with someone else. Yeah, it, it's it, you have all these goals, right? Like you want to. You want to get to know this girl, and then you want to make out with this girl, and then you want to sleep with this girl, and then you know, and it's just an eventual goal. For it's, it's for, an eventual for a lot goal, of people. and it, I think um, it's a step that um, inevitably happens when you yeah. guys have been around. At least in, in living in a big city, mm -hmm. a lot of young people. You know, I don't know. That's just the way I see it. Sort yeah, of man. Un unfolding. Uh, but there, <laughs> but who knows? Maybe when I turn thirty, I become like this, like douche. Trying to make Slam Fest happen. Yeah, imagine that. You're just a totally different dude. No, I just, I don't know. Dick face. I just, um, <laughs> just, I feel like the the first time is always like the wackest time. Yeah. And so the only thing that. So they're going to be surprised. It's going to be like, what? You do it real different. <laughs> um, is this, okay. Who knows? Will, is this going to be a conversation you have with a person beforehand to say, hey, this, this is my first time? Or are you just going to. When I feel like I have. The confidence to be like, this is my first time, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, I mean. Can't wait, May 2nd, baby. <laughs> May, Mark that. Man, I'm going to call you the morning of May 3rd and just be like, so. Hey, Siri, remind me to have a slam fest May 2nd. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got I to gotta get Siri on. Siri has added slam oh, fest. Siri. What? Siri said, have a slime fest. Oh, Ooh. no. Well, I mean. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe the same thing. <laughs> Okay, that was great. Oh, yeah, uh, dating for you, sir. Um, okay, yeah. Um, what's this right here? Well, first off, thanks for answering those questions. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> dating in 2020 and 2021 has been different mm. because you have social distancing mm -hmm. being implemented. It's becoming a social thing where... Here's the, here's the thing. Mm. In the dating world, you'll I'll find a lot of people will be like, if you are following social distancing things, forget it. Mm. swipe left right like they're very much against it because they're traditionally like i want to meet somebody that i can like hug whatever yeah yeah i've seen that then you have the opposite and so for me i guess as a single guy when i go on dates there's always this sort of awkward of when you first meet with them ah are we gonna hug are you yeah, cool yeah. That? you know what i mean every time it's the same because you don't at least i don't want to go in there and just full-on hug them when they're not comfortable mm. with that so it's always this one friggin' thing where it's like, hey, so are you cool? Should we hug? Are we hug? You know? yeah. I'm a hugger, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, well, it's great, but I'm a six-footer. You don't like stay away. <laughs> so six there's always uh, this like weird thing. Yeah. 
Secondly, dating in, in the climate that it is today in, in Toronto, we've been in lockdown since I guess November. Yeah. Officially locked down. So you can't go to a bar. You can't mm. go to a restaurant. You can't go to dinner. You can't go bowling. You can't do anything. Mm. So the only option you have left to do is go on walks. And or bring her to your place. Yeah, but there's also uh, an aesthetic of like, hey, you want to come to my house? An aesthetic. Which is like, oh, he just wants to slam. Yeah. Immediately, when you, the first thing you suggest is come to my house. Plus, listen, I've been on dates where I've met somebody, and then when I meet them in person, it's just we don't vibe. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine having them at my house, and then there's this tension in the air of like, is something going to happen? And I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I don't want it to. So, I don't know. You're right. I think it is that the dating vibe right now is takeout and walks or walks and takeout, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think, okay, this is a Warren Buffett, best investor in the world. Yeah, but says, he, hold on. He's also not like a, a womanizer. This guy's like 92. Yeah, he's 90 something for sure. Like, okay. Anyway. He's like, look, in the stock market, when everyone, when everyone's greedy, be nervous, Right. And when everyone's nervous, be greedy, right? And I feel like right now you have an opportunity in the dating world where everyone's nervous, right? So I feel like right now someone can capitalize the most on dating because you're giving an experience that's just, it's not possible for many other guys, right? For example, you have your own place. Not possible for many other guys. A lot of guys go to a bar because they don't have a place yes. to go back to. Or or they've got sort of like a, yeah, anyway. yeah, Right? Uh, you also have an opportunity right now where there's not a lot of dates happening, right? Let's say I'm I'm speaking obviously from the guy perspective, right? Uh, but same can be applied for girls, obviously, because girls can get any guy they want. Um, <laughs> it's true. Oh, okay. I, I feel like guys, uh, we try harder than than girls yeah. would have to try. Fair, you know. Fair. Um, so guys can get. Hmm. The girls know, are not I, going on a lot of dates. I know, I know what you're so saying. So I feel like you going on a date with them, yes. you're already top of the pack. It's it's different. I there, There's a lot of dudes that can only function when alcohol is involved or when they're at a bar yeah. and the scene is set because it, it allows them to bring out this vibe about them that frat boy is acceptable here. Yeah. I can be this douche and it sucks, but there are obviously a type of girl out there that still likes that dude that is sort of an asshole. Yeah. Um, and then what happens is they get caught up and like, I hate that. I keep going for the same guys, whatever. But those guys thrive when it's at a, a, a bar. Oh. Whereas a guy like me wouldn't necessarily thrive at a bar because I'm not the type that goes up to a bar or a woman in a bar and just goes, hey, baby, yo, you want to like come back to my... I'm just not like yeah, that. Yeah, bro, you have, you have so much going... In, in terms of dating, you have so much going for you. You got you got a dog. You got a nice park beside you. You got, you know, is, but you it, got a nice walkable face. You know, you know what's you funny? Got, <laughs> walkable <laughs> face. Here's the thing about me as to why I'm single. Yeah. Um... I got, I get asked this, actually, I got asked this twice in the past month, mm. which was, how are you single or why are you single? Mm -hmm. This is not a humble brag, but it's something I wanted to ask. Because every time I get asked that, I'm like, that's a great question. Because oftentimes we don't look at things that are, are negative about us. We don't, we don't think, um, I don't know, like, what's wrong with me? Mm. In fact, that's what, kind of what I wanted to touch on today is, in 2021, I really wish people would... Internally, internally reflect mm. and realize, okay, there's two sides. Yes, they did this. But what did I do? Because mm. so often I'll hear people explain of a, a date that went, went down. And every time, it's always the other person that was weird, that was creepy, that was this or that. And I'm like, 
I'll always listen and I'll take my friends. I'll be like, wow, okay, that sucks. Yeah. But then I try to implement, okay, what did they probably do? Or are you just pissed it didn't go your way? So now you're categorizing them as this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because there's a lot of vilifying when when rejection is put into place. Yeah, the dude or the girl is always the asshole. Well, yeah, you know? but, but, but when rejection is such a tricky thing. Because mm. when we get rejected, we often want to put it on them and be like, well, you don't know what's good for you and, and you're creepy and you're weird. Yeah. But it's like, hold on. 10 minutes ago, you were so into me. But because I rejected you, now... Now I'm creepy. Now I'm creepy. You know what I mean? Um, so that's what I wish would happen. However, back to my thing as to why I'm single. When I get asked this, I think about it and I go, is it something that I'm doing? No. Mm. Um, is it by choice? Yes. This is a conversation I had, or I, I still have to have with my mom, actually, because uh, my parents will call <laughs> me. Out of my brothers, I'm the only single one. Yeah. And my, my parents will call me and they'll be like, so what's the girl situation? And it's like, honestly, guys, I'm not avidly seeking. Yeah. I'm not chasing. I'm not going out and I, I, it's not the top of my list of, I need a woman. I need a girlfriend. Like, I'm totally content. If there's one thing 2020 did for me was it made me really content um, on my own yeah. with Charlie. And I, I'm so in my own world that I know when I get involved with a girl and I start dating one, um, it starts to change. I start to care about this and that and this. And right now I don't care about anything. Other than art. I mean, yeah, and I, I say that in a way that not like, oh, I don't give a shit, like, fuck the system. I just don't care about what people think. If they think I'm cringy, I don't give a fuck. If yeah. they think I'm hilarious, that's great, but I, I can't let that affect me either. Yeah. So I'll do art to my fullest ability. I'll do a skit to my fullest ability. I'll, I'll say things to my fullest content because I'm not worrying about carrying somebody else's reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Does that hold you back in... Because um, I... I, I I felt like it, it's held me back a few times where it's like you don't want to date someone because then you can't like be the full version of yourself that you want to be. 1,000%. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily holding me back. If I find someone that I, I mesh well with and I get along with and I want to spend time with, yeah. it'll happen. In fact, that's how I think it's going to happen for me. I don't think... So, so right now your ideal person is someone who will actually like elevate that love or like tell you, like reassure you like, hey, it's all good. Like, yes... Like, do more of this. I think just positivity, no. man. Like just positivity. I, I, I don't, I don't want to give traits, but, like, someone that can understand my perspective while also having their own. Mm. And that's totally fine. Because <clears throat> I know my brain functions differently. I know someone else's brain. We all function differently. I'm not yeah. trying to sit here and be like, I'm one of a kind. But if someone can understand how I work and I can understand how they work, then naturally that will be yeah, a good yeah. match, right? Um, so I guess the reason why I'm single right now is by choice. Hmm. Have I had the opportunity to have a girlfriend? For sure. Yeah. Um, have I had to have awkward conversations? Yeah. There's been really amazing girls. Okay. Yeah. I doubt any of them are listening to this, but there's been really amazing girls that I've gone on dates with, hung out for a few times. And then eventually I sort of just had to be like, I'm sorry. I just don't see this working. Oh. I hated to do it. Yeah. Because when that happens, the girl often thinks, what did I do? They beat themselves up. What did I do? Or, or naturally it's what humans do. Um, or maybe they're like Dan is an asshole which is a great way which but that's fine but I know if I didn't handle it in an asshole way then that's yeah. their own vilifying yeah. of rejection but there's been there's been cool girls in the past it's just I don't know a part of it is I'm totally content with just me and Charlie living my life yeah. and trying to figure out what I want to do for my 30s where I want to live and no pressure as to factoring in a, a partner um, do you feel it's like because like you're in like such a I guess every like moment of everyone's life is uh, pivotal 
right? Because I, I like, you know, I think in our thirties, <clears throat> in our twenties, we always kind of play up our age, and we're like, oh, this is like, nah, this is where I got to pivot, or I really gotta, I really gotta buckle down now, so I can like, um, I can really kill it in the next few years, right? So a lot of people right now would would not want a girlfriend or in a relationship because they don't want to get held back from the things they really want to achieve because they feel like these are the only years right. that they can achieve that. Amazing way of putting it. I think I think so. Uh, in the entertainment world, you only have so many years. Right? I'm 29. But I wonder how true that is, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. This is exactly it. I don't even know if that's true. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an internal message that I'm telling myself that relevancy is so apparent in the social media world. Yeah. Where if you're not young, if you're not constantly walking around with your shirt off, if you don't have good hair, if you don't have all the latest Gucci clothing, mm. you're not someone that they want to watch. And mm. I don't think it's true because by the time this comes out, maybe not, I'll hit 100 million YouTube views. Wow. So I have stats that compete with my belief system. Yeah. And that's my own flaw, and that's something I have to continually work on. Um, 100 million views. I don't know. Yeah. Do you um views. That's crazy. I know. It, it that's gonna be my biggest thing. I that's think. three times of Canada. Yeah. It's gonna be my biggest my biggest feat. Or Frick. biggest thing career wise. Damn. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. Wild. I can't wait for that, man. But um I don't know. I don't know. We, uh women are awesome. I great I, people. I can honestly say ten out of ten. There's never been something a reason for me to be like I don't want to be with this person other than we just didn't mesh well. Mm. And that's nothing. And it's, it's a two way street. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unless they were, they did something brutally wild or considered crazy. Um, the women I've gone on dates with or started to see and didn't work out. It wasn't anything solely based on them other than we didn't. What do you think of your track record? I don't know if you do this in the first day or two. I do. Right. Where, and it's my own fault. Uh, where I say, is this going to work out? Yes or no? Um, and if if it's a no, like from day one, it's like, eh. I know? think. And for me, work out means marriage because we're trying to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a, that's a good question. Yeah. And it's one that needs to be uh, sort of reframed with people. Mm. To go on a date with one person for the first time. Mm. First off, you're not getting their their full self right we all have a front yeah yeah, yeah. and, and it's to a, be it's honest a facade you put yeah. in day one day two maybe day three and i think that it it should be there yeah i've gone on dates with, with women in the past that were just so fucking brutal man yeah yeah that i'm like wait this these first three dates are where you're supposed to be the most sort of polished because we both are doing this thing <laughs> yeah. of like i'm perfect like me and then you start to open up and share things once you get to know you get more comfortable and yeah. when, when I, I went on this blind date once with this girl and it was like right off the bat, like no bullshit, which was, I appreciate that. But at the same time, I'm like, Ooh, if this is supposed to be the best, I can only imagine where this is going to go yeah, yeah. next. <laughs> and of course we just weren't compatible. That's totally fine. But I think people need to accept that. You know what I mean? Like I I've accepted that I'm not going to be for everybody. Yeah. And I can accept that if a girl says, I'm sorry, just, this isn't going to work out. You're saving yourself so much time. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in 2021, I want people to reframe that when you get, in quotations, rejected, just know that's a gift that you're not wasting time with somebody. Yeah. And there's a great, beautiful way of doing it, which is like, hey, you're an awesome person, but we just, our our vibes just don't match. And that's the truth. And take it for what it is that there's nothing wrong with you. (laughs) It's just like a magnet. Sometimes the magnet will stick or sometimes the magnet's just 
will repel. I'm just imagining the girl texting her girlfriends, being like, "Yeah, I don't know. He just said our vibe doesn't <laughs> match up. <laughs> what, what, what does what that, was mean? that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I, Guys, do I have a bad vibe? I'm a I bad can, vibe. <laughs> I can only imagine that it, the, that whole vilifying thing it happens. Yeah, it's a natural instinct to be like, oh you. Oh, you know what? You don't want to hang with me. You know what? Screw you then. Yeah. Um, and then start to go and text her like they were so weird. Like, fuck that guy. They did this. When I hear when a friend comes to me with that, I love those things. I will listen. If you come to me and you're like, yeah. this girl is that, I'll accept it. But I am so damn aware. I'm like four years into this thought process. Yeah. This is now ingrained <laughs> in me to know there's two sides to everything. To everything. So if you're saying that person is weird, they're crazy, they smell, whatever, I know there's two sides. And I would love to hear their side too. There's some you no know, there because there are there are, like th- these stories are not that uh, that rare. Like there's a lot of times when like I don't know, man. I can't think of an example. I don't know. Like you might smell like shit, right? Yeah. And and yeah. you go back to your boys and you're like, yo, bro, this girl smelled like ass, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you don't know that it was you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, yeah. same thing happens for girls too. Okay, a lot of times girls go back and they're like, this dude smelled like ass, but it wasn't us. It was you. Yeah, yeah. You know. A hundred percent. Like there 100%. really are two sides to. to I, I think if, if there's a message someone can take right now, there. I'm not saying that there are crazy weird dudes out there that are just weird off the bat. Yeah, I'm sure there are, but everybody's psyche is looking at a situation differently. Yeah, and I just I want to hear their side before I sit there and hop on board with you and say and and, and shame and bash. Dangerous. Them. You know what Dangerous. I mean? If every time I come out to you and I say, "Yo, this girl was weird," and then you got her perspective. Mm. Like, like it's like a tribunal. Like it's a, it's There's a judge. Two sides, man. It's a judgment. Oh, I would, <laughs> I would die. Half the arguments I would lose. My, I, I've got Easily. three brothers. Yeah. Two of them. My oldest brother, Brad, and my other older brother, Andrew. Yeah. Well, sometimes if there's, if they have an issue, I'll, I'll, I'll get a phone call from one and I'll get a phone call from the other like two hours later <laughs> and I'll hear both sides Yeah. and I'll be like, ah, okay. I see where you're coming from and I see why that was like that. And at the, at the end of the day, I'm like, look guys, like this is how it is. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll plug that in with people, like friends. I'll be like, you know, you've been shitting on this person for the past 40 minutes. Mm. Totally vent it out. I'm here for you. I want to hear all of it. Get it out. Yeah. But internally, just know I'm thinking, mm, you know, there's, there, maybe, you know, they probably felt like this. And maybe, they, like, wow. you know, when, when there's a fight, you realize mm. that a fight is just a lack of clarity from perspective, not from. Yeah. And, and you as a sideline coach, like, I feel like you can see it much better. Uh, you know, of there's course. a lot of times like when like uh, players no are in emotion. a game. There's no emotion. Like it's ball. like a sport, and like the player has no idea that there's a guy beside him that he could pass the ball to. But like they're in the game, you know. There, there's emotions. There's irrationality. Emotions are blinding, and yeah. that's why when it comes to love, you can often be blinded by love. And it's like you're not actually blinded by love. It's well, I guess you sort of are. You just got tunnel vision on what yeah. you want to happen, and when that doesn't happen, you don't even realize something else is going on, mm. right? Like, like here's one. Um, for Instagram implemented, uh, when you send a message yeah. in a DM, you can unsend it. Dangerous. Okay. So dangerous. I used it a lot. I know. Dangerous. Like, I could count like 10 people on my hand yeah. that do this, that mm. I'll talk to on Instagram, like friends, whatever, that that do this. Yeah. And I, I don't know if they realize, I want to go on Instagram and just be like, to all my followers, just know when you unsend a message, it sends a notification to that person saying somebody has unsent a message. <laughs> yeah. So get this. You're texting somebody 
They send a message. It pops up a notification. They sent you a message. Yeah. Two minutes later, it says somebody has unsent a message. Well, I, I know who's doing it. Wild. So I often look at that and I go, you're, you're thinking too much. Like, let, like drop down, like stop. The, you drop know, down the walls, drop down drop the guard. Down the walls, just relax a bit. Like stop overthinking. Stop trying to find a different angle with it. Yeah. You know? Oh, if, if someone sends me like, hey, why'd you unsend that? Oh, just a typo. <laughs> but I like I never I never confront it, but I see it. You should. Every, I, I think on one of the one of the situations you I should. did with my friend Mimi. Like she does it a lot, and I go like Mimi, you realize I know every time you unsend a message. She <laughs> goes, Yeah, I know. It's just sometimes I'll figure out the answer before even. That's fair. So I just I just get rid of it, and I'm like, just leave it. Who cares? Yeah, you know. Um, tying this whole dating, I'm gonna try to, and and the Instagram thing from the beginning, um, because it's something I've kind of had a beef with for the last few years. I don't like how much people hate on people being hypocritical, right? Or fake. I think naturally we are hypocritical and that it's okay to be hypocritical, right? Like there's obviously times when, you know, when people go out of their way to preach shit and then, and then do the exact opposite, which I think, you know, everyone should hate, right? Um, like no one should go on Instagram and be yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. How dare you um, kill animals for food and, then and go hunting behind the scenes? And then go hunting by the behind the scenes, right? Um, but I think for most cases, a lot of people are hypocritical, and it's fine. Like it's fine for me to, um, like I I just feel like people carry on Instagram, especially and then all social media, uh, they carry this weight on if someone says something that that's how they are for life. Mm. Right, like if I oh. said something five years ago, ten years ago, I, I don't even know that person anymore. Oh, but this is cancel culture. This is why this shit is so toxic. It's because wild. The second you put something online, people will go back and be like, "Oh, really? Ten years ago, you said this on Twitter." And it's like ten years ago, I was a yeah a different person. I I, really, I honestly don't know that kid anymore. Yeah, like yeah, it's wild, and 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 I hate it, and I and and I think it we should allow for more people to like. It's okay to have said something and do something else, especially when it's like years apart. Like people change. Of course, people change. But the cancel culture has been one of the most toxic things that millennials or Gen Z has brought brought into this. Yeah. And that's why you look at two ends of the spectrum. Okay. I mean, people have labeled them spectrums like Trump supporters. Yep. An extreme left. Left or yeah. non-Trump supporters. Yeah. And so you have those people that will cancel you if you even blow your nose yeah. in the wrong way. And you got the other people that will say something that's a little bit too um, overall encompassing yeah. and specific that it becomes racist, homophobic, whatever. For sure. So of course those are going to headbutt. The issue is they're both toxic, yeah. brutal. Cancel culture. Whenever I see a, a thing on Twitter trending of so-and-so is over party, Mm. I'm like, what did they do? What are they? I look at it. I'm like, you guys are all fucking hypocrites. Yeah. If I go back and I look at, at a photo you took, or if I dive deep into your Instagram, don't take someone's vulnerability online and use it against them 10 years later. Because the whole point about being vulnerable and putting yourself out there is so you can change. Yeah. You can't change by hiding shit. You change by, by putting it out there and seeing the reaction and then learning from it and then adapting and then moving forward. Yeah. So it's a great point that you brought it up because um, I don't care if it's a brand. I see people like the back to the aesthetic on Instagram. A lot of people will have this brand about, oh, this is how I should have come across. Yeah. But 
when I see someone going back and saying, I, I, you've gone against this, yeah, four or five years ago, we cringe at the past because we look at it and go, that's not, ooh, look at me. I can't believe I did that. Yeah. It's always, I can't believe I looked like that. I can't believe I did that. I did that, exactly. But give yourself some freaking credit because back then you looked in the mirror thinking you were awesome. Yeah. And so that's my way of thinking is I don't look back at my shit and go, oh, that's cringy. I look back and I find it crazy charming that I'm like, wow, I looked like that. But I, I, I remember I thought I looked awesome. I thought it looked cool. And like, I don't want to go back and bash younger Dan because he was yeah. trying. He was trying. And, and like, it's weird. I don't know. It's like, it's those, defi- like those kid moments were like the defining moments. Okay. So, so here's what I'm trying to get to. Okay. Because there's this girl on my Instagram. Um, Ooh. And uh, what did she say? It, it, okay. She's super big into cancel culture. Right. She is the canceler. The chancellor of canceling, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and okay, she she posted a picture of I don't know who, like one of her friends, right? Um, of like his like Facebook memory, and it was like him saying like, "Haha, never played, haven't played cops and robbers in like five years," and this was like in 2010, not even 2008 or some shit, right? And he was like. They had this big group and they were playing cops and robbers, right? This is her friend. And she's like, again, the super extreme version, okay? She's like, I can't believe my own friends would play cops and robbers when they know, like, the, the prison system is so oh. backwards. And I was like, how in the world? Did you connect the two? Did this connect with this? Like, look, <laughs> just because there's a valid point on the internet, because yes, cops and robbers does connect with the prison system. No, it doesn't. No, it freaking doesn't. It's a fucking game. Just because it connects loosely that, you know, cops and robbers and there's prison systems involved does not mean that that person was playing cops and robbers, which is like a kid game to us, right? It's it's a topic. It could be cat and mouse. It's just to represent someone chasing someone. Someone chasing someone else, right? And so literally she puts her friend on blast, right? And she was like, I can't believe her. My own friends would have played cops and robbers, and like now they're all into, um, uh, you know, prison reform. But like, look at them ten years ago. What are you saying? Because like, what are you saying? Don't you? But don't you realize? Like at this point, back to that whole age thing. Here, here we go. When you, when you hit a certain point in your life, you think I should have been here by now. Yeah, I should have been there by now. And so to to numb that sort of painful thought, mm. people will overcompensate with intelligence to feel a sense of, okay, I'm doing something. Virtue signaling. Yeah. Yeah. So what they'll do is, oh, weird, cops and robbers. Well, that's offensive. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> what you're doing is you're trying to find an agenda or, or, or something that you want to put out there yeah. and connect it. When I did, um, when I posted about the lockdown thing, yeah, someone came at me and, and said it's a race, uh, made it about race. And so yeah. I was like, Wow. Okay, I mean, how are you making this about race? Within two seconds, I got five charts sent to me about how this is about race. And I'm like, okay, this shows me you were ready to fight and this is all you want to do here. You want to put someone down so you can raise yourself up. You You want to call someone or make them feel dumb or silly or stupid so you feel smarter. Yeah. And that's what those people do. And it's, oh. And and like, like I said, like, does race connect with lockdown? Yes, there are obviously racial issues within lockdown. However, just because you posted something about lockdown does not mean... It's about context. Y- exactly. just doesn't mean you're going against 
certain races or, if, if, or I, if I'm on top of the um, the Empire St- or, or Rockefeller Center, yeah, okay. When you go up there, there's these binoculars. Mm-hmm. If I look in the binoculars and I look at the uh, Chrysler Building, yeah, and I go, "Wow, look at that Chrysler Building! It's so awesome! It's so cool! Look how tall it is!" Yeah, and someone comes and goes, "What the hell? That tall? Have you seen?" One World Trade Center over to the left of that? Wow, are you yeah. serious? You're calling that the tallest world? This guy, don't even forget that. While well, you're leaving that out. Okay, I yeah. see how it is. No, it's because I was actually talking about one specific thing that you're now bringing and thinking that I need to talk about everything. Mm. It, it, nowadays, it's impossible to have an opinion. Mm. And that's what pisses me off. It's not wrong to offend somebody. Do you think it's impossible to have an opinion or do you think everyone has an opinion about everyone's opinion? It's both. Yeah. It's it, the fact that everyone has an opinion that, that wants to be heard that has to want to, like, nothing's worse than one-uppers because you sort of agree. Yeah. Except they need to be more agreeable. You know, like, one-uppers are the worst people. Did um, I just one-up you? No. Like, like, a one-upper would be like, <laughs> like... No, no, no. But, like, if like, you think uh, about what I just said. What? Is very one-uppy. Uh, do you think people have no opinions or, like, do people... Right. Everyone no, no, no. I, I don't mean, like... like <laughs> Uh, I don't don't take it in a bad way. I just, that was one of It would be like, you know, (laughs) this is bad. And then someone agrees with you and goes, that's bad. Why don't we, I talk about this. It's like, well, okay. I mean, it's the same thing. Settle down. Like we are agreeing here. If you look at it. Yeah. I I heard someone say this, which is a good perspective in in what you're saying is um, a a lot of people will tell you, um, don't be sad. There's so many more people. That I hate are, they, are going through so much more shit than you. I hate when they do that. Right? But can we also say the same thing when you're happy? Oh, don't be happy. There's so much more. There's so many more people that are happier than you. No, because so you can't be happy. One of them is to, is meant to sort of rescue you from going to rock bottom. Yeah. It's to say, you think you have a bad, and I hate that. It's, it is toxic thinking. Yeah. And the only reason why it's toxic is because you're not validating the way that person is feeling. Exactly. If someone says, I feel bad, and they go, <laughs> you feel bad. And oftentimes it always falls on the kids in Africa. Yeah. And, like, like, look at how look at the food you're wasting. Kids in Africa would like that. Yeah. Look at this. You should feel bad because kids in Africa. It's like, stop connecting the two. Yeah. Like I'm allowed to have a bad day with this environment that I live in. Yeah. It's okay. Like I hate that people look at celebrities and go, "What do they have to cry about?" Are you kidding me? Celebrities have a, like a lot of things that you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Like they have to worry about privacy. They got to worry about upkeeping an image, something that you would know nothing about. Yeah. But then they're like, "Oh, what do you, you got? Money? Money is not the solution. To everything." Yeah, I don't like when people va- invalidate people's problems. Like everyone in life has has a problem and has issues, right? And certainly, the the one way to not solve it, like the worst way to solve it, is by saying, "Oh, there's people out there with bigger issues than you." Of course, even like you know, um, like everyone has issues, you know. Like, and and by validating it, you're actually taking concern and you're actually treating it with the respect as opposed to saying, nah, that's not a problem. There's many more people out there that have bigger problems than you. And that's like, A, you're not solving their problems and you're not solving my problem. Right. You know? So, a look, wild we, we, we covered a lot in this podcast. Um, I don't know where I stand. I'm sure if you were to take the context of one thing I said at the start to something I said at the end, um, it may... Uh, contradict or something but and that's all good and that's okay <laughs> that's all good people change within an hour sometimes but i think yeah. if people just are a little bit more lenient uh with other people yeah and you just go be your full self and don't hold back maybe it'll cause more problems maybe it won't but i could say that the reason why i'm so happy right now is because i'm being who i am who i feel like i'm meant to be without the reservation of 
oh my God, they're going to think this and they're going to think that. Screw it. You're, you're a thousand times happier when you don't have to worry about what people think. Yes, sir. Be yourself. We love you. Yeah, and we'll uh, see you guys in the next one. There it is. <laughs> he went full. Laughing at